One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'll tell you this for free. Imagine I made you pay. Just stuck my hand out and stood here forever because there's no way you could actually give me cash. I love 60-minute wrestling shows. You sit down and you get your ass all comfy and then before you know it, you're at the end and you think, oh man, I'm in a good mood. I had a really good time. This is why I'm enjoying AEW Rampage so much because it's week 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever the hell it is and so far they haven't dropped the ball once. Mostly, well, mostly because they're putting on good shows, but also there's no time to drop the ball. It's just taking a ball of entertainment and chucking it right into your face. Which surely what Ryu from Street Fighter was doing too. But my name is Simon Miller. Welcome to Ups and Downs, where we get the good stuff and the bad bits are down. And we are going to do it for AEW Rampage. If you haven't watched Ups and Downs for SmackDown, make sure you do that too. Because why the hell not? Let's do it. was into AEW Rampage instantly because we were doing a promo off between CM Punk and Danny Garcia along with his parents 2.0 and CM Punk just looked at them and said look at you guys you look like the nasty boys little brothers <laughs> they really really did they weren't sparkly jackets it also meant that we were starting this week with CM I'm gonna take on all the young guys punk and Danny Garcia and this was just a flipping terrific professional wrestling match. Punk is wearing tights again, so we must focus on that and that alone. But I don't care if he wants to be CM Trunks. I don't care if he wants to wear tights. I don't care if he wants to come out of the monocle and wear a top hat. I think it's fun to guess, but also it defines his brand new role in AEW and separates it from what he was doing in WWE. And more importantly, they just went to town on each other here and told a story about CM Punk's leg. I mean, he was even going to get an early GTS before Jerry Sags Jr. and Brian Nobbs II got involved. But that's when Danny was like, wait a minute, I think the secret of life is in that there limb. I'm going to rip it open oh, and I'm going to find all the secrets because he just worked it from the left. He just worked it from the right. Punk was hitting it like, please, please kick back into action. I love it when you keep things simple but effective. Sadly for Garcia, though, he should have been more methodical with this but instead, he started to run. And because he started to run, he basically created momentum for Punk, who just kneed him right in the face. Boom, I thought his skull was dead. I also thought this was gonna be the start of the comeback, but instead, Danny reversed the short line clothesline into the angle slam, and CM Punk hit the Pepsi twist. And I was all like, memories like an echo in my mind. That's not the lyrics. We were then fighting over the sharpshooter. I bet Sting was in the back all like, can't believe they're calling it the sharpshooter. It's a scorpion deathlock. I'm going to go out there and kick their ass. And as soon as Punk was out of that, he climbed to the top rope and he did a dive onto all three of them. 
CM Punk here in 2021 doing crazy dives. Then he got Danny Garcia back in the ring and he gave him a pile driver, which we can't have seen from CM Punk in, what, 10 years when he did it on John Cena? My word, did I enjoy this. Even better though, because it was a technical match, CM Punk taught his young foe a lesson because he locked in the Anaconda device and Danny Garcia was like, oh, I've got nowhere to go and I'm running out of air and he had to tap out doing that seal clap again but seriously you've got to go and watch it it is just so good cm punk is a brilliant professional wrestler danny garcia is somehow only 23 years old and nobody should be this good at anything at 23 years old unless what you're good at is being 23 years old that doesn't even make any sense boy oh boy do i like a cm punk match though i am loving this reunion we then had an interview with leo rush dante martin and matt seidel and i was like well, I never thought these three would be friends. As it turns out, they're not. Because instantly, Seidel felt like Rush was trying to manipulate Dante Martin. Leo was like, do you not come up in here in my house and tell me I'm not friends with Dante Martin? We have a special bond. Because watch this. Next week, you're now going to be taking on CM Punk, which was then confirmed by Tony Khan. And the reason this worked so well, remember when you were a kid, right? And you went around your friend's house and they had a flipping PlayStation. At your house, you just had a bat and ball and you just stand in the garden doing that for like 82 years. You put them on a pedestal because this was so cool. And now Dante Martin will be like, well, Leah Rush just made a match with CM Punk. I should follow this guy. That's a really good story. The Acclaim were then challenging the Lucha Brothers for the AEW Tag Team titles. And again, because it's only an hour rampage, we did have to kind of fit this into five minutes. But I just thought that meant we went go, go, go. And it was really fun. It was also nice to see somebody new in this number one contender role. And while this did suffer from the fact that he had absolutely no jeopardy, Penta and Phoenix aren't going to lose these belts anytime soon. I don't always need to be going, oh my gosh, who's going to come away as the champions? Sometimes I can just sit there and watch the wrestling. I think the Acclaim knew this too because they jumped Penta and Phoenix before the bell and almost instantly Anthony Bowens had taken the boom box and smashed it into their heads. And the damn referee didn't see this at all. And I want to go, dude, they're doing this all the time. Why don't you pay more attention? They also followed it up with all these badass, cool-looking double-team moves, which is so important because it subconsciously tells you, oh man, they're a really good unit. They know what they're doing when they come to tag team wrestling. Sadly, it didn't work because eventually Phoenix got in there. I think Penta beforehand went, remember you crazy? Go crazy now. He just went so crazy. He's so fast. He's got so many kicks. He is not of this planet. But I think he broke the speed of sound at one point and it freaked everybody else out that the tag claxon went off ah, and they got in the ring. And then all of a sudden it was just move, 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 move. I think my eyes were blurred at one point, but then nope, that's just how fast they were going. It led to Max Caster being thrown off the top rope and Anthony Bowens being stomped right in his back, which looked horrible. But then it got 10 times worse for him because he got hit with the double driver thingamajig. The Lucha Brothers pinned him. One, two, three. They are still your tag team champions. And I don't know who their next feud is going to be with, but I'm hoping there's going to be Santana and Ortiz. We are definitely going in hard with Jade Cargill too, to the point she has got to be a front runner to become the brand new TBS champion when we do crown that in early 2022. And I do enjoy what we're doing with her here. She just walks in, she kicks somebody's ass, which means in the background she's still learning on the job, which is smart, but also you believe it because she just looks like an absolute warrior. Up. She was facing Sky Blue here too, and she absolutely wrecked her. I mean, I think it went fall away slam, big kick, 
Glam Slam, one, two, three, and that was that. Because Jade Cargill is that bitch, as you said. She started to beat up Sky Blue after this, when, of course, Thunder Rosa made the save. And that surely has to be the end of that tournament. Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa. And if you did, given their booking, I wouldn't be 100% sure who would come out victorious which is always when you want, when you put in on a match. This was fine and dandy. It went barely any time, which of course was the whole point. And we're building this feud again between Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa. Fine with me. And I was fine with our main event. In fact, I was more than fine. It was Ricky Stark taking on Brian Cage. FDW title on the line. Philadelphia street fight. They just absolutely ruined each other. Fair play to those two, and it is getting it up. I mean, there were chair shots to start the thing off when Brian Cage decided, now that's just two 90s. And he went under the ring, and he just found a treasure trove of stuff. I think there was a chain. I think there was a pool cue. Eventually, we went back to the chair, because why the hell not? There was a trash can. And they proceeded to just whack each other in the head over and over again. It was a little bit freaking dingy. Ricky Starks is also desperate to break Brian Cage's skull, but he did a terrible job of that because he went to spear the man, missed, and went headfirst into a chair that was wedged into a corner. This was so bad, it made a mess of him. I don't mean he spilt food down his top, but blood was pouring from his head. And this had just come after he had hit a near fall on spear number one after Powerhouse Hobbs had interfered. This was absolute carnage. Kazan actually had it won after this death lariat. I mean, he hit Ricky Stark so hard. I was like, that's it. He's never coming back to life. Before Powerhouse Hobbs broke it up again. But just as Brian was going to take care of him, you know who arrived on the scene. The baddest man on the planet. It was Hook. And he took his arm and he hit Brian Cage right in the balls. You can't train that. Given that Brian Cage had been absolutely ruined by three different dudes too and was kind of situated on the top rope, Ricky Starks grabbed him and gave him that Rochambeau move, which looked devastating, and he pinned him for the one, two, three. This is another match you just have to go and watch. Every single move looks like absolute death, and some of the shots to the head, and we, we can debate whether that's a good idea or not, but these guys gave us their all, and it truly was a badass main event. Now, I don't want to be that guy either, but given that Ricky Starks did retain his title, maybe, just maybe, Brian Cage shouldn't have left Team Taz, and afterwards, along with their leader, they were celebrating in the ring, and I was a bit like, who doesn't like these guys? I mean, maybe the cover blue, but who cares about that? I'm also intrigued to see where they pivot from here, because surely we have to do CM Punk versus Ricky Starks now. I mean, we've been teasing that for ages, and they will have such a good match, and can you imagine the promos? But of course, it meant AEW Rampage did go off air. If you were a wrestling fan, just go and watch it. It is easy, easy stuff, and it is getting it up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.